Do you understand? Yes. <laughs> I wish I had a ham sandwich to calm my nerves. Get a hold of yourself, Dag. How come I suddenly know which boy dance rock out loud? <laughs> hey, I'm Rob. Hey, it's Brian. And we now, with our power combined, we are the Nostalgic Dads Podcast. Yes, nailed it. Um, your concept of uh, nailing it is definitely different than mine. I'm just going to put that out there. I got those uh, episode 40 nerves. So. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Like, just like episode 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yes, yes all of it. Yeah, it's all over it, again. At least I'm consistent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, that's one way to look at it. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, like I said, episode 40, that is crazy that we've done 40 of these things. Ten more and we retire, folks. Ten more. Exactly. We we make about I think like two hundred thousand per episode, so we're doing yeah. pretty good. We yeah, got to I'm, a point where we just need to stop. I, I'm the one doing the booking. I only you know, I, I'm kinda of taking like sixty thousand. Yep. So yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's all good. It's fine. It's fine. It's in Canadian money. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's money in Rob's <laughs> can't afford a new mic, but that's besides the point. That's how you stay rich. By using old crap. <laughs> yeah, stay rich. Don't buy a new mic and put up a Christmas tree as soon as Halloween hits midnight. That's right. Exactly. I, I'm all set for the next two months. I don't have to worry about it. My Grinch heart is growing smaller and smaller at the moment. That's fine. You're Mr. Halloween, so you don't need to be excited for Christmas. Even though I got Krampus mask staring right at me. Yep. That creepy, creepy mask. Um, all right. Well, it's been another week. So what have you been reading? I'm sure that's nothing because it's nothing for me, but watching and playing. Yeah, the reading one's been pretty uh, consistent with nothing. Yeah. Uh, just your typical newspaper uh, shorts every now and then. Yeah. Um, as for watching, I'm just going to deal with what we watched today. Um, we put on the, was it, documentary on Netflix, Don't Fuck With Cats? Oh my God, dude, I saw that. That that's something else. That's messed up. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that at all. And uh, yay, go Canada! <laughs> yeah, I, f- I forgot that I was in Canada. Me and Brittany watched that, that like uh, maybe like last year, and we were just like, wow. Yeah. And we couldn't believe how recent it was. Yeah. 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 I, was, I, I knew nothing about going into it, and I'm like, oh, okay. The name kind of threw me for a loop. I thought it was all just about, you know, fucking with cats. Yep. No. No. It got worse. <laughs> yeah. And uh, before that, though, we watched uh, A Night at Roxbury. So that was a nice, uh, oh, very nice trend between the two. Yeah. You're like, we have to change it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, doing doing a little bit of research on A Night at Roxbury because of Chris Catan, you don't see him anymore. Yeah. Um, apparently, during an SNL skit, he uh, broke his neck. What? So, yeah, I don't know what skit he was doing, but he broke his neck. And that's why you rarely see him anymore. Because I've seen him once in the last couple of years, and he can barely move his neck at all. Like, he looks like he has no neck anymore. And yeah, he broke his neck doing an SNL skit. Oh, my God. And then he got into uh, the drugs due to the pain, and that's why his acting career is pretty much nothing anymore. Mm. So. Dang. That yeah. sucks. Yeah. I did not know that. Which is funny because that movie started as an SNL skit, and that's what ended his career. <laughs> I guess not funny, tragic, it sucks. But uh, was it the? 
just curious. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm sure it's the, the head bobbing back and forth. Like, yeah. Uh, the neck. Uh, no, I'm going to do some more research and see what actual skit it was. I'm kind of curious. Yeah, I'm going to look that up too. That's crazy. Uh, as for playing, though, Simpsons tapped out on my phone because uh, that's simple and easy. I play it for two minutes a day. Uh, other than that, I play maybe two matches of Call of Duty Warzone. And uh, damn, yeah, that's been it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Not bad. Um, well, that's for me. I haven't read anything. I need to get back into reading, being lazy. But, uh, well, I mean, it saved me money because I'm not buying stuff. And you, know, you know you can read stuff on your computer, right? I know, but I'm 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 gonna say uh, I know you like the I'm a physical s- copy in your hand. I'm a, I'm a snob when it comes to it's funny because I like digital everything else, but when it comes to like actually reading something, I'm like I don't know. One day I'll switch over completely. No, you won't. Yeah. Um, watching. So me and my dad started season two of the Mandalorian. So um, first episode of the season, very epic, and I'm like, man. Disney's really putting a lot of money into the show because as far as special effects in this first episode, it's like almost better. I'd say the same or better than the movies. So, hmm. yeah. Oh, they got enough money, so why not? Yeah, they got enough money to throw at anything. So, um, Also, all week, just watching the news because um, of what, you know, election week. Hey, that was and, this week? That's, that's right. The internet exploded. But uh, I will be so glad when everything is just over. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm I'm happy he's he's lost. Uh, we have a new president coming in January. We have to wait until January, so who knows what Donald Trump will do until then? We might destroy the world before we know it. What's the red button do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. He's like, is this the spray tan button? I'm like, no, Mr. President. Yeah. Um. And then playing Fallout 76 and some Gears 5. I really got to get back into both of those. Yeah. Gears 5, never really played much of. But I started playing 76, and I was going for like four days straight, and then I just stopped. I keep yeah. saying to myself, I'm going to get back into it, just because it's just fun to you know do something different. Yeah. And every time, I'm just like, you know what, I'll do it later. <laughs> and then later, it never shows up. Yeah, it's a good game. Um, I'm not good at staying on top of my my hunger and thirst level. I'm always always getting a notification that you're dying or you're starving or something. Oh, it's fine. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, just just gotta complete the mission. I don't care about eating. Nah, nah. All right. Well, that brings us to today's movie. Um, we watched a goofy movie. Sure did from what was it 1995 I believe. Yeah. Yeah, 1995, April 7th. That's crazy. Which has a what was that 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb. Really? Yeah. That's kind of surprising. Uh, 58% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I don't know if it's a oh, higher no. higher number good on Rotten Tomatoes or lower number good. I think higher number. Higher number? Because in Rotten Tomatoes, usually it's like hundred, they like a really good movie. Fresh. Yeah. yeah. So I'm surprised. So usually uh, this kind of thing, a lot of people like our age have that nostalgia factor, and they hold it in kind of high esteem. Yeah. 
Yeah, which I don't know if you get the notifications for it because I did it on my uh, personal. Well, I did it on the Slug Dad's Facebook page. Go check that out. Yep. And uh, I did a uh, post saying that we're going to be watching this, and then I shared it in a bunch of the nostalgic groups I work. I'm in. Very nice. And one group alone has like 300 comments on it, and it's just all people saying good things about the movie. Of course. Well done, Mister Marketing. Ah, thank you, thank you. Yes, for, but for a reason, those views and stuff are not showing up on our actual page. Uh, fuck you, Facebook. <laughs> They're like just just on the the post, not yeah, not any page stuff. Yeah, good, awesome. Yeah. Um. Well, this is a classic, and uh, I don't know why Disney has not wanted to revisit like this goofy universe or. They don't even want to make Mickey movies, or they don't want to do anything with these the main characters of Disney. Yeah, they're pretty much just letting everything original die, it seems. Yeah. Because you got, like, the Mickey Mouse Playhouse, and that's, like, it. Yeah, that's it. I guess DuckTales is making a comeback, or was. I'm not sure if it's still on or not. Yeah, I don't know if it's ongoing, but yeah, that was new for a while. I don't know. That's weird. Alrighty, well then, let's break down this movie. Do you want me to do that, or are you, you going to break down the rough plot of this? Um, here, I can do it. Okay. Alright, rough plot. It's a Ten second movie. plot. Ten second plot. Uh, can't do that, but whatever. Uh, Max, goofy son, he's in high school, it's the last day of summer, or not, last day of the school year, and summer's about to begin. So, um, he, in order, he's a dork. So in order to make one last impression on school, cause everyone treats him like a nerd, he does this kind of mock, um, power line concert, yeah. like in the auditorium, interrupting the principal's speech, which is pretty bad, but it looks cool. Uh, pretty good special effects for just three guys putting it together. Um, but he gets in trouble, um, all this to impress a girl and the principal calls his dad, which makes his dad worry for his son's future. So he thinks in order to save his son, I'll send him on a, um, we'll go together on this big, uh, fishing trip, which is pretty much the whole rest of the movie is this fishing trip together. Um, all the while Max had lied to this girl. He likes saying that he's going to be at the Powerline concert. Um, and then ultimately, it's the struggle between the father and son trying to get to know each other or understand each other. Uh, and by the end of it, they understand each other. I'm, I'm just being in generality, you know, because I know we're going to break it down. But that's essentially it. It's, it's a they kind of went deep with this. It's a father son movie. And yeah, boom, the end. Powerline concert. Ten second plot line went to a minute and 20. That's me. Mr. Detail. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so, so this movie starts out with Max having a dream. Yeah, a weird, weird dream. Which is a, it's a dream because he's dreaming of Roxanne, which I kind of find funny as her name is Roxanne, because now that song is stuck in my goddamn head. Roxanne! Oh, copyrighted. That, that music tune is now going to get us screwed over big time. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah. The dream turns into a nightmare because he's slowly turning into Goofy. He's um, but like an extra large version of Goofy. Um, yep. Big big buck teeth, big feet, and of course that iconic laugh. Oh God, it's so good. Yeah, and I then he, <laughs> no, nah, let's not try. We'll both nope. kill ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 
if I practice, I could probably do it, but I'm not doing it on the fly. Um, okay. I find it funny, though, when Max finally wakes up, um, he's kind of Mickey Mouse fun. Besides that. Yeah, there's a lot of those kind of references in here. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's waking up late, of course, because that's what young teenagers do. Of course. Got and then uh, Goofy comes into his room, and he's like, I'm just looking for some dirty clothes, and Max is, yells at him. And Goofy's like, oh, yes, we're in my bed. Walks out the room. Then shuts the door, knocks <laughs> the door, comes back in, just looking for some dirty clothes. Yeah. Of course, it pans around the room, and that's all you see is dirty clothes. Yes. Te- uh, like, classic teenage boy room. Yeah. Which is funny, yeah. because Goofy is definitely looking like a mom that's just out of the shower, because he's got the head towel on. Yes. And he's vacuuming, isn't he? He's vacuuming. Yeah, he's, he's got the vacuum, because yeah. the vacuum gets stuck on uh, the cardboard cutout of Powerline's head. Yes. Yeah. And that upsets Max, because, I don't know, as, as a teenage boy i never had any cardboard cutouts I, f- I thought that was more like a girl thing to do yeah that's a little extreme i i mean if you like a band i think the most you're gonna do is have a, maybe a poster but you're not gonna have like some poster cutout. or a flag yeah yeah usually those. um quick thing so this movie you know it's 90 1995 so it's originally full screen but you know we watched it on disney plus and i couldn't help but notice that which Disney has done with a lot of things on the app. They've pretty much zoomed in. Yeah, yeah. They, they zoomed in to make it look widescreen. And at some parts, you kind of tell... It's not noticeable unless you're like looking for it like I was. But some stuff gets cut off and it's whatever. I wish I took more time looking for all the hidden things inside. Because I'm assuming there's hidden adult-related jokes oh, or I'm items sure. throughout that would... Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yep. Um. So yeah, that's Max gets ready. He's off to school, and we get the first song. Um. What was the song? What would you name it? It's like I'll, the nerdy. Things will be going my way after today. Yeah. It's yeah. like trying to improve and not be an outcast. Um. Because it shows all the different uh, stereotypes. In high yes. school, you got the jock, you got the nerd kids who are dressed up in Star Star Trek outfits, yeah, reading places and stuff. A weird, uh, I think it was like weird space comic book, something like that. Um, yeah, it's a typical stereotype of different. Uh, yeah, because golf girls are on the bus with the cheerleaders, and they're like, "How oh, have you done this?" God, whatever. And then there's like a little Titanic, like. I don't know if it's a tribute at them when Max is on top of the bleachers. It looks like he's about ready to open up his arm as the wind oh, blowing his yeah. hair. I'm the king of the world. Yeah. And then he falls yeah. down the bleachers. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the song is just everyone being hyped for summer. So hyped yeah. that some guys are flinging jock straps and one of them gets on Max's face. That's a little disturbing there. Yeah. That's just Max's luck, though. It's probably fresh and used. Probably a little bit. Just a little bit sweaty. Good. The damp. Good stuff. Um, yeah, he falls from the bleachers and is helped by Roxanne. I'll throw this out there. When I was young, that was one of my childhood crushes. You know, that, her, Lola Bunny, and uh, I'm not sure who else, but, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are like, yes. Yeah, there's a lot of disturbing Lola Bunny artwork out there in the world. There is. I mean, they shouldn't have drawn her like that <laughs> i got chills just thinking about it yep disturbing rule yeah. 34 is too much 
Anyways, uh, with, uh, Max <clears throat> yes, with, uh, anyways. Uh, Roxanne helping him up, <laughs> and he does the complete opposite of being a cool guy. He just starts mumbling and not making any you know, form of language so at all. So awkward. And then he, I think he lets out like the goofy like chuckle. Like, the yeah, chuckle. He, he, yeah. Oh, and he then, did it. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, he pretty much runs off. Yeah, I think he also like even add more to the embarrassment. He like runs into a trash can and yeah, yeah. God, get it together, kid. And then we get Cheddar. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. He meets with, with uh, PJ, which is Pete's kid, and um, it's Bobby. his name. Robert Zimmeruski, right? Polish, aka Polly Shore. Let's just say Polly Shore. Yeah, Polly Shore. God, so his voice is very '90s, very iconic. <laughs> it's just it's like that <laughs> scream in the background from an '80s yeah. horror movie. Yeah. Um, but his character looks just like him. Yeah, I, I, he's probably my favorite character. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I just I enjoy Polly Shore a lot, and there's no. It's not him trying to be something else that he's not. Yeah, Which exactly. I know when this Disney Plus first came out and they're putting the Goofy movie on, there's a lot of backlash about it because of who Polly Shore is. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the, the, at one point they talked about wanting to erase him from the movie. And it's like, you I'm can't like, do that. You can't really do that. Because then you can't set up the movie. You have to redo everything. It's going to be a super awkward edit. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. I mean... Okay, sidebar, you can't er, edit the past because, you know, I, I see movies now that still have executive producer Harvey Weinstein's name on it, and we going to go through every single movie that he was a part of and take out his name. Yeah. Nah, that's like thousands of movies. And what people do in the past, if they don't grow from it, they don't grow from it. If they grow from it, awesome. Yeah. It was fucking back then. Who cares? Let's just move past it. That might <laughs> give me some slack. I don't care. Yeah. Um, although I will knock Polly Shore in here because him, the sight of him eating spray cheese was kind of disgusting. Cheddar, wahoo. Cheddar. <laughs> um, yeah, that takes us to, is, is it a pep, pep rally that they're doing? No, I have no idea what it really is. It's just at one point he's talking about like summer courses that the kids can take. So I'm not sure if it's oh, just like yeah. a goodbye and this is your options. Stay smart and don't do anything stupid kind of thing. Uh, just um, prep uh, like a one final thing before the summer principal speech. Yeah, because yeah, they're all in the auditorium. I do like that this uh, this movie also gives you some nostalgicness because uh, Polly Shore's character brings the TV and a projector screen on that wheelie oh cart. My God. Kids today do not know what that is. Nope. But I remember when that was wheeled into the class, I was like, yes, we're going to have a chill day. I don't so, know about you, but sometimes in school, too, it'd be sitting in the class already and be like, yes, where are we watching? And the teacher's like, oh, that's for next class. Fuck you. Oh, my God. I've had that, too. It's so messed up. Um, yeah. But for me, they'd be like, yep, we're watching Bill Nye because I don't feel like teaching today. Or it's like a substitute or something. There was a, there was a lot of Bill Nye. Yeah. Bill. Bill. I bet if we looked hard enough in this movie, there we might see a one of those old school projectors. Probably. Probably. Well, they probably use it for the uh, him doing the fake Powerline concert because he's projecting it on the curtain in the back behind the principal. Oh, so not, or well, I don't even know how he does it to be honest. With you. It doesn't make sense. No, none of it. It's just look a lot of wires, and apparently 
Polly Shore's character is really good at handling like stage effects. So just why not? Yeah. He's and, a... yeah, because the screen that because um, Max falls through because he trips over the wiring. And yeah, he goes right through the actual screen, which is near where the curtain was. Apparently, I just so, I don't know. I don't know. He tore through that. that screen pretty easy. Yeah. Um, also, it's kind of funny because Chantel's watching with me. And she's like, "How did the kids not realize it was Max? All he has is glasses on. I'm like, he's got the outfit too, you know." He's got the suit. His hair's done too. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a question for you, though. Yeah. Because uh, Powerline has that certain goofy face and stuff. Right. Do we assume that they're all related? Because they're the same style creature. Um. No, right? Because I don't it, think so. Wouldn't Pete kind of be the same thing, but he's just a fat version? I don't know, man. Because there's a lot of questions when it comes to this, like, Disney universe. Like, isn't Goofy a dog? But then why is Pluto, like... Well, no. At one point, they said Goofy's a cow because that girl that he's... shows up, Yeah, is a cow. And she's got the exact same features as he does. So what the fuck are they? Well, yeah, but their noses are different. I don't Uh, know, man. This is, like, questions for another episode. (laughs) I don't (laughs) know, man. questions. I don't know either. Um, we need a, a another goofy movie to explain that. All I know is once we hit 100 episodes, I'm buying Rob some spray cheese, and he's going to eat the whole thing, and we're going to record it on stream. Oh, God. You know what? I'm I'm just going to say I I might conveniently die uh, after episode 99. <laughs> just going to quit on episode 99 and uh, come back on episode 101. <laughs> yeah, that's usually how it works. So you could handle episode one one hundred by yourself. Oh yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, sweet. Um, yeah. So the fake power line thing, and uh, he, it's pretty impressive. I I know some of it is accidental. Like I'm pretty sure he didn't plan on uh, getting hooked up and. Flying. Well, yeah. Anything that's outside on the actual stage is all just a whim. Improv. Yeah. Just luck, and. Uh, it worked, and until the Rex, principal cuts it off. Yeah, exactly. He was totally about to like maybe maybe kiss Roxanne. He was reaching out for her. yeah, yeah. But nope. Interrupted by ah, the principal's voice is. Uh, he's um he's a regular, regular actor that I know. Uh, I just watched another movie with him in it. He's on and everything. I am blanking. I know he's in the Princess Bride. Yeah, he's also. Yeah. I literally just watched their movie from yesterday. Um, shoot. He's also a teacher in the movie Clueless. William um, Sean. Or Wallace Sean. Yeah, he's like the short bald man, right? Yeah, he's a short bald yeah. man. Yeah, Wallace Sean. Let's see, he's also in Toy Story as Rex. Yeah, he's Rex, yeah. Very distinct voice. He's in Young Sheldon right now. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, he plays Dr. John Sturgis. Never watched the show, but I heard yeah, it's good. Neither. Yeah. Or he gets in trouble. Yeah, he gets stopped by the principal. Yeah. And in that, everyone sees that it's Max. And he gets sent to the principal's office, of course. Um, and then at that point, we see that Goofy works at like a Walmart taking pictures of kids. Yeah, he's like a photographer for a, with Pete. Also, they're like co-workers at a department store. 
and coworkers, uh, best friends, and neighbors. Yeah, quotations, best friends. We'll go with that. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it. it well, yeah, he's too stupid to know any different. Yeah, I know. Um, it's very interesting though, because we never, you never really had thought about like what is Goofy's job or what are any of these characters doing in real life. And Goofy, it makes sense. Like it, they just put uh, chose a random job, and he's a photographer for kids. Uh, he's also a good photographer, but a clumsy one as well because he eats a squeaker toy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, it worked out. The, the kid liked it. Yeah. And then Pete's like, you know what? Let me show you how to do the job, Goofy. Uh, pushes Goofy all the way to take the next kid in line, who's a complete brat. Oh, to yeah. the point where uh, Pete's using like two-way tape. Oh, yeah. To just hold to her keep down. it. Yeah, to keep her down. He's like, see that? That's how you do it, Goof. And then that's when Pete shows you know his real colors of giving Goofy some doubts because Max doesn't want to spend time with Goofy. And... Pete gives him the idea that, you know, you got to keep an eye on him or he's going to run into the law. Yeah, Pete is one of those dick authoritarian parents. Yeah. Yeah, and and Goofy is more n- nurturing, I guess you would call it. Nurturing and laid back. Yeah, there you go, laid back. Um, but yeah, he's trying to worry Goofy, and Goofy is kind of like, oh, my, I don't have to worry about Max, that is, until the principal... <laughs> the principal calls and makes it sound ten times worse than what it is. Oh yeah, you could tell the principal was just pissed and then made it like exaggerated. You yeah, because he's like, "Better keep an eye on your son before he meets an electric chair." Yeah, like Jesus, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't be allowed to say that too. <laughs> nah, I don't. I don't think so. No, not not in today's day. <clears throat> yeah, um, but we do cut to Max and um, the guys. Outside the principal's office, P, uh, we see PJ just coming out of the principal's office, and he's looking like, "I'm screwed. My dad's going to kill me." Um, and like we said, Pete's a total a-hole. Yep. And uh, Polly Shore's character's not too stressed out. He's still messing with cheese. And what do we get? Leaning Tower cheese. Oh yeah, so good. And then he eats the whole thing, right? Ugh. Well, yeah. You're not just gonna like go to waste, man. It's cheese. Ugh. Yeah, I've actually never had cheese in a can, so I can't say it. Anything yeah, I never. Ever. I've never either, so I don't know. It's just just stuff it, stuff in a can like that does not please me. Even whipped cream, I don't, I don't touch it. Oh yeah, it's it's weird. No thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, while the next person to go in is Polly Shore's character to talk to the principal, um. We see Roxanne and her friend Stacy, I believe is her name. Um, I don't know what they're doing there, but Stacy pretty much eggs on uh, Roxanne to talk to Max. Yeah, because Roxanne shows a little glimpse of having a thing for Max. Oh yeah, it's it's clear they both got a thing, but they're both awkward, I guess. One's more awkward than the other. Yes, Goofy. Just... Or um, I was gonna say Goofy. Max is more awkward. Yes, Goofy Jr. is more awkward. Goofy Jr., yes. Um, but yeah, they talk. They, they're they bonding over Powerline, because apparently everyone loves Powerline in this universe. I'm assuming he is a reference, or like a based off of Michael Jackson, I'm assuming. Maybe that, that mix with Freddie Mercury, maybe? Oh, I can do oh, I can see that. Because the yellow, yellow jacket, yellow Yeah, suit. okay. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Um, but yeah, Max asked, I guess they're having, Stacy's having a party where they're going to watch the Powerline concert and mask, mask, Max asked her to go with him and she says yes. So we already mentioned about the principal calling Goofy and scaring the living shit out of him. Of course. That actually happens after... Uh, oh, after all this. Yeah, after Max talks to the principal. And then uh, once Max finally gets home, or on the way home, Goofy's like, I have the best idea, thanks to Pete, is to uh, go on vacation to Destiny, Idaho. It's the same fishing trip that his him and his dad used to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, like a family tradition. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> a little before that, at the principal's office, after Max actually asks Roxanne out, he celebrates by dancing with the secretary, which is oh, yeah, yeah. Very, very weird. Um, and then on the way home, we get a continuation of the Powerline song. And not much noteworthy in that, other than at one point, Max just straight up steals some guy's skateboard, and that's it. Yeah. Damn, yeah. Rebel. Yeah, and uh, yeah, oh, so Goofy is packing, and at one point, um, Goofy says that he's going on a trip with his best friend, and Max says, oh, Donald Duck, we get a, get a reference there. Yeah. Also, also before that, though, when Max is leaving the school before the uh, musical number, all the kids are leaving at the same time, and they're all uh, praising Max, that's what gets him all oh, yeah. along, because now the jocks and everyone else like Max because of the little stun he did. Yep, he's not a dork anymore. Yep. Then uh, once Goofy is getting ready to go, and um, he uh, what's he put? He puts on like a rafting jacket or something on Max, and lets the lever go, and it, it inflates. And Goofy's yeah. like, "Oh, he's look at you look just like me at that age." <laughs> Please don't say that. <laughs> and then uh, mm-hmm. Goofy decides to give Max this nice uh, box with a family item in it. And I think Max is like, what is it, a stick? Yeah, yeah. And Goofy's like, no, it's the family fishing pole. Yeah. Uh, I guess passed on from father to father, or father to son to father to son, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, Max doesn't want to go, of course, because of the party. Of and course. If- we find out that at Max's age, Goofy was never even invited to a party. Yeah, and he, he says it like he's so proud. Yeah. When I was your age. <laughs> when I was your age, I was never even invited to a party. Yep. And he's kind of doing like the like sad, mopey thing, like, I guess I'll just go by myself. And then he turns around <laughs> and just literally forces Max into the car and buckles it up. Yeah, because the, the, the guilt trip thing wasn't working. Um, I can relate as a a teenager i didn't want to hang out with my parents you know you just want to you're selfish you know as a teenager you you don't care about anything else um but yeah like you said goofy just straight up forces him into the car and it's kind of awkward and they got to put the seatbelt around his giant uh yeah exactly that's it's funny at this point when uh goofy's in the car and driving away he's like goodbye house Goodbye mailbox. Goodbye pile of broken wood because he drives right over the fence and does not realize it. No, he's like it's just in the it's just a pile of wood in the road. It's whatever. Yeah, that's no big deal. Yeah. Um, Max does convince uh, Goofy to do one stop before they leave, and it's at Roxanne's house, yeah. where we meet Roxanne's dad, who doesn't say a word. He just growls. Yes, he is a giant monster dog of a man, yeah. and um, something. Yeah, he's pretty intimidating but uh 
Max is there to tell her that he can't go to the party with her because, Ooh. well, he lies to her essentially. Yeah, I can't go to the party because uh, my dad used to be in a band with uh, Paraline, so we're gonna be on for the last number. So you'll see us on TV. Yeah, like why would you say that? Like you could have said you could say that you're going to the concert, like, but you didn't have to say like I'm going to be on TV on stage with yeah. him. Yeah, because he realized as he's walking, he's like, "Shit, I just dug myself a hole." Like, what did I do? But it works, and you got a kiss. So, yeah. Um, and then it's they're on the road. Max already looking bored and depressed because obviously he wants to hang out with this girl. Probably should have explained that to the goofy, maybe. And, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, which then. Brings up some memories of Goofy, what he used to do with his dad, and it was the uh, guessing game in the cars. Yeah, and, I spy or whatever. Uh, the first game was like man or woman, and Max was like man. So Goofy guesses Walt Disney, and Max yeah, like, yep, that's it. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, interesting. Does he exist in this universe? Dum dum dum. Mm. Maybe he's a president. Maybe, maybe he's God there. Maybe. Maybe. I did. I did like the uh, enjoyment between the two of them fighting over the music. Oh yeah, Max wants to rock out, and Goofy wants to play this old song from yeah. his childhood. Um, they're fighting over oh, more nostalgia, oh, and also like dating this movie. They're fighting over the tape deck, and yeah. um, is it like it's not an eight track, is it, or is it like a just a regular I think, cassette? I think it's just regular cassette. I didn't get enough glimpse at it, but okay. I'm taking regular cassette. Yeah, they end up breaking it. Um, what do you what do you call the insides? The tape. Uh, the strip. Tape bro? Yeah, tape bro just comes out, and uh, and then we get another musical number. Which fun thing, kids? When that did happen, you had to put your pinky in the one side or a pencil in the one side and pencil. roll the damn thing back up. We sound so old. Not not fun. <laughs> no, not at all. Kind of stupid, and you can play music on both sides, side A and B. This is also the same for VHS tapes, if you know what that is. What's a VHS tape? I don't, I don't know. What's a laser disc player? Betamax. Betamax. <laughs> um. Anyway, it's at that moment that Goofy, because the music's broken, because apparently the radio doesn't actually work. Yeah. Um, yeah. They decide. He decides to make his own music about modern living, and he's yep. just listening to the various sounds of the car, like the keys tingling and the exhaust, like pretty much puttering out, and then pots and pans on the top of their really bad stacking job. Oh yeah, overly packed <laughs> on top. Yeah. Yeah. Which then uh, Goofy pulls out the map and is looking at the map and cr- literally crashes through a construction site. Yes, he is. He is not a good driver. No. And uh, I, I made a couple observations in this uh, musical number. Like, random piano player on the back of a truck. Because why not? It's like an old-timey piano player, too. Um, the, uh, we get dead, dead body in the casket singing. Yes, that one. We get a zombie in a hearse. Uh, that was interesting. Mickey um, and Donald, who are apparently hitchhiking. Hitchhiking for some reason. <laughs> Uh, there's a crazy old cat lady who in a hot rod, and um, and then another reference, uh, Michael Jackson because we see a limousine with a a shiny glove waving. Yeah. 
And then there's also the thing that makes Goofy think a little bit more and floors floors the car, um, the the prison bus. Yeah, uh, yeah, because he he looks over at Max and sees him in a like a the prison jump, uniform jumpsuit. Yeah, yeah, jumpsuit. Um, <clears throat> and they after that part, all I remember is they almost get hit by like a truck because Goofy is like looking at the map. I think. Yeah, and then after that, the next thing they do is to take a, a pit stop at Lester's Possum Party Jamboree, where Goofy's dad used to take him as a kid. This place is just weird. <laughs> it's so weird. This place, if you take the wrong step, you're going to need a tetanus shot. It looks like it. Everything is wood and rusted nails. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, the first thing they go into, they go into uh, what I described as a, a crappy... Chuck E. Cheese style performance with like really janky animatronics. Yeah, very much. Yeah. Um, it's like Five Nights at Freddy before Five Nights at Freddy was a thing. Yeah, exactly. But mm, let's say more broken down, kind of. <laughs> yeah, if that's possible. Yeah, if it's possible. And uh, everyone in there in that performance is loving it except for Max. So. Yeah, I'm assuming those people are actually from like that area that they're in now because they're definitely in their country area. And yeah, those kids look like they're having the best time ever. And Max is like, get me the hell out of here. Right. Those kids are like, this is the best thing that I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then after that, Max leaves the the stage area and goes outside and one of the mascots starts pissing them off. So <laughs> Max slaps him, in the, slaps him in the mask and the mask rotates around and the possum kind of like stumbles away to be like tackled by a horde of little bunch kids. of kids yeah like watching like mascot. velociraptors just rip apart a prey yeah they just jumped all over him knowing mascot he's like do you want something and then uh goofy feels bad because he the whole time this is going on he thought max was having a fun time the whole time yeah but um yeah goofy gets them matching possum hats Love it. Um, and Goofy just is embarrassing Max. He's he's doing a... Uh, f- what is it? The picture? He's taking a picture. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. taking a picture Hang- upside down. Yeah, hanging upside down like the possums do from the tree branch. Yep. And then everyone starts laughing because they they think Goofy's being an idiot. And then they find out that Max is the son of Goofy. So yep. then they start making fun of each other. And yep. it really bothers Max, but Goofy could care less. Yeah. Um, I think it's like a... Po- after the photograph, Goofy falls, which knocks a possum into Max's shirt, and Goofy yeah. thinks Max is like dancing. So they yeah. start dancing together, and everyone's laughing at them. And this one part at the end of it, they you know they stop the dance, and this really like hick kid with I think he has like I don't know how he, if he had like weird teeth, but he he said it's Dork and Dork Junior. Yeah, yeah, and that oh. really gets to Max. <laughs> one thing I want to stayed out like with the possum hats mm-hmm. why do the possum hats look like roadkill yeah because they're like upside down and they're upside down they... there's no life to them at all they don't look nice they're just, they sit on the top of your head like they just got ran over by a vehicle yeah because I, I think they're supposed to be a play on like the the classic um, raccoon hat yeah the raccoon, and, raccoon and like the beaver hat and all that kind of thing yeah except these Possum hats still have the arms and legs and the face. Yeah, it literally looks like they just hollowed out part of the body so your head will fit in it. 
Yeah, that's really weird and probably smells. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Um, at this point, Max leaves the park. He is pissed, like just really angry and gets back to the car and just kind of goes off on Goofy. The next thing I really have is at the water. Do you have anything between then and there? Um, yeah, so they take off and the next scene, go from the possum place to they're in the forest setting up camp and, uh, Goofy is this part where he's he's trying to get Max to participate in something? And, um, Max is looking in the water and he sees uh, Roxanne's reflection, yep. and then Goofy steps on it. Of course, that's going to happen. Um, but then uh, Goofy wants to show him the family um, cast when fishing. Mm-hmm. The perfect cast. Yeah, and uh, Max doesn't want to do anything about it. So then Goofy's like, "Okay, I'm just going to go set up the the camp." Or the tent, and then at that point when he's setting up the camp, because Pete shows up, and apparently his camper is so big it drives right over Goofy. It yeah, it is gigantic. It has basketball court. Yeah, basketball court, built-in saw blades to cut cut away any trees. Yeah, uh, it's got the pool that pops out the back. It's like a full-size pool. Yeah. yeah. So, and then when they show it, show it, it literally just looks like someone who has a double-wide trailer in the woods. That just had additions added on. Yeah. Talk about real camping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Pete, uh, Max goes in and PJ is inside cleaning, dancing to power line. And uh, what is he doing? He's got the uh, four buffer going and he's got, uh, yeah. I don't know if that's his tail or if it's like a duster on his, his butt because he's dusting the things as well as he's going. Yeah, I believe it's a rag. Yeah. yeah. Um. Pretty much, PJ reveals to Max that he knows about the whole him going to Powerline concert, and that everyone in town, all all the yeah. students, know about it. Um. And yeah, that sucks because now he really has to do this thing, otherwise he's gonna look like a total idiot. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think it's PJ that says to Max, "Hey, you guys should stay for supper." And Goof's like, well, we were going to catch some fish for supper. Yeah. And uh, that's when Pika nudges at Goofy. You know, got to put your foot down. So Goofy finally puts his foot down to take pizza advice, which is never a good thing to do. No. Yeah, trying to copy his parenting style. Yeah. Which, by the way, up on top of on top of the camper is apparently a bowling bowling ball lane. Oh God. Yeah. Like wow. Oh. So, yeah. I have a question about that too. This thing, this camper, is obviously looking luxurious and expensive. But what does Pete do? His job is just a photographer at a department store. May collect insurance from the dead wife? Because, you know, that's kind of odd. Pete and Goofy both have kids, but there's no wife to be seen. True. I mean, we do see Pete's wife. In Goof Troop, but that takes place yeah. before, so she could be dead. And where's the da- where's the daughter? Because doesn't he also have a daughter? I believe so. It's been a little while since I watched that. I know, yeah. I know. There's more family related stuff in the TV sh- the TV cartoon. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't know, but that is a good theory. That's a standard. That's a standard uh, Walt Disney thing, though, for one parent to be gone. Always. 
Like, so. there's no, absolutely no explanation for Max's mom. No. Don't even no. mention her. So, no. yeah. Uh, but yeah, Goofy goes to show the perfect cast, and uh, he gets a piece of steak on the cast, and shoots it across the lake, which ends up in a footprint, which is actually Bigfoot. Yes. And then they... the... go ahead. Per... Oh, I was gonna say the perfect cast is this ridiculous, like trying to enter a, a code in like Grand Theft Auto Three kind of thing. Yeah, it's like up, up, it's... down, left, right. Yeah, <laughs> every bumper square triangle. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, it's also Pete's steak. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he catches Bigfoot with Pete's steak, and he's luring him through the water. And um, Goofy's like, oh, Max, get the camera. This this one feels like it's over three pounds. And uh, come to find out it's Bigfoot, and Max gets all scared. And uh, Goofy's like, Mr. Bigfoot, can you uh, step back? You're out of focus. <laughs> and that's when you get that big Bigfoot roar. Um, and he starts chasing them, and he told... He, Pete sees Bigfoot or um, Goofy and Max running from Bigfoot and he straight up picks up his grill, his, I think it's like a charcoal grill and just throws it into the camper. Like as it's still lit and hey, uh, he, they just he bail. He, yeah. He doesn't care. He's a chicken shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the, the whole camper closes up real fast and just out of there. It's amazing how fast it closes up because for one, it pops out a full in-ground pool, fully loaded with water. Yeah, where's all that going? I have no idea. Yeah, um, it, it's it's a cartoon. We'll just go with cartoon space. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So at this point, uh, Goofy and Max have to hide in the car, which they find out uh, Goofy doesn't have the keys, and they're actually somehow in Bigfoot's hands, and he literally just tosses them in the woods. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, they start, they start to fall asleep, and I think it's Max. is like, is he still there? And we find out that Bigfoot is playing with socks, making yes. hand puppets in the he's front windshield. Like sock. <laughs> he's, like, taunting them with these sock puppets, and yeah. he's, like, r- rummaging through their stuff. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's Bigfoot. Yeah, exactly. He's looking for some good stuff. Um, And then we get this very intense scene. Um, Max is hungry, because it's, like, you hear his stomach. And conveniently, a can of alphabet soup lands on their hood and then we get this very intense scene of goofy like cracking the window open and trying to get the the soup in as um bigfoot apparently has like really good hearing goes for them is at that point that doesn't he get the uh, headphones on him bigfoot and he starts listening to uh staying alive yes yeah he's he's disco dancing in the background because he somehow knows how to disco he he loves it Bigfoot's yeah. probably really old. He went through all the, the music ages. Yeah. yeah. Um, but once I get the soup, uh, there's a little bit of like, flashback to when uh, Goofy used to feed Max soup. And I guess Max used to make words in the soup. And like just simple things like, hi, dad, soup. Yeah. Yeah, spelling it out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they, they used the cigarette lighter to warm up the soup. And... I believe Goofy like opens the can with like his teeth. Yeah, <laughs> he has big buck teeth. Um, yeah. At this point, we finally get a little bonding because they're just like reminiscing about you know when Max was younger and actually liked his dad. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Bigfoot decides to climb on top of the car to uh, 
fall asleep because for whatever reason, uh, I guess the top of the car is nicer than sleeping on the ground where he usually sleeps. Yeah, you know, cold metal, cold hard metal is pretty relaxing. Yeah, you know, it's the the roof is probably like three times smaller than you, but that's besides the point. That's fine. It's whatever. Um, so we get a little bit later, and Max cannot sleep because we get both Bigfoot and Goofy snoring. Um, they're both just as loud, equally. Yeah, equally yeah. as loud with one another. Yep. And uh, and that's when I believe he is. He has a postcard from the Possum Place, and he's kind of starts writing a a letter to Roxanne. Yeah, and, um, he stops writing it, and then he gets mad and kicks the glove box, and the glove box pops open, and the map falls out, and there's this nice, you know, golden allura to it, like the the one item you're not supposed to touch, because earlier on Goofy says, "No, you don't touch the map. I'm the navigator. I'll handle it." Yeah, yeah. Um, my my glove box doesn't have a light. What's up with that? No, I don't know. Neither does mine. I guess it's fancy. Whatever. Yeah, that's when <clears throat> Max decides he's going to switch up the route. Um, yeah, it was, it was convenient that it was written in uh, just pencil, pencil, not pen. Yeah. yeah. Very, very convenient that it was just pencil. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that point, then Max rips up the postcard that he was writing, and then he lets it out the window, and we see one piece of paper get stuck in the tree, and all it says is, I lied. So he was yeah. using the postcard to tell Roxanne the truth, but he says, screw it anyways. All right. Was he really going to mail anything out to her? Was he going to ask Bigfoot to drop it off? The yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> um, it's at this point that they stop off at a truck stop. And so the scene from outside the truck stop, it just looks like endless uh, 18 wheelers. Like you can't see yeah. anything else. They're surrounded. And uh, it's just one of those stereotypical truck stops, and you got the um, the server. She looks like one of those, like a fifties diner kind of thing. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And uh, Max gets it's is it pancakes with like a face? No, that's uh, Goofy gets pancakes, and Max gets two eggs and bacon. Oh, okay, yeah, and they're like it's Which like make it's a, a smile. Yeah. yeah. And Goofy is literally just downing his stack of pancakes. Of course. And that's uh, when he, he looks over at Max and sees Max is a little, little, little depressed. So that's when he decides to stand on the table and make the announcement to everyone in the diner because they give two shits. Um, he announces that Max is going to be the navigator for the rest of the trip. Yeah, I mean they obviously it was entertaining to them because they they all applaud, and it was like a it was like a. Um, a knighting ceremony, like I hereby make you yeah. a navigator. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we get a montage of all the different stops. Yeah, there's like a music park. There's a monster truck event. Uh, the music part makes uh, Goofy very sick from the roller coaster. Oh yeah. To the point where uh, he's getting out of the the porta potty, and Max has some food waiting for him, and he just runs right back into it. I think it's like chili dogs. He has yeah. ready. Uh, the one I did like though is when they're at. They're taking a look at the mime, and Goofy cuts the mine's rope, and an actual piano drops on the mine. Yes, I had in my notes, accidentally kills a mime. Yeah. <laughs> um, other stops are, I think they're at a, <laughs> I think they're at a beach uh, doing the jet ski. 
Uh, there's a monster truck rally, and it's too loud for Goofy. He's yeah, doesn't like it. And in between this montage, it's all about them changing a flat tire. Oh yeah, yeah. All all the while they're they're learning how to change a flat tire. Essentially, House of Yarn, Bat Cave, and baseball game. That's yeah, the ones yeah. Um, and then and they you, go ahead. I was gonna say you kind of see like the more bonding and consideration on Max's part because at the monster truck rally it's too loud for Goofy so he feels Max feels bad and then takes him to like something Goofy would like the house of yeah Yarn. I think yeah the house of Yarn was next and mm-hmm. uh, then it's at that point they decide to stop at the Neptune Inn and uh, they're getting all ready it's a it's a fancy looking uh, what would you say uh, one night stand motel in yes it is a love motel it is a weird ocean themed motel everything yeah. is ocean and Sea life is really weird. It's at that point, apparently, uh, Pete is like following them because as soon as they get into the room, there's a loud knock on the door and they're pretending to be cops, and it's just Pete outside the door. Yeah, it's pretty disturbing. He busts through the door to freak him out and pretends to gun them down. Yeah, that's good Walt Disney family. Very, thing. very Disney classic. Um, as at this point, you see through this trip so far, uh, Max and Goofy have actually bonded and they're acting like all buddy buddy and pete is like suspicious because he's yeah. a dick yeah so at like, that point uh i think it's pj and max were just talking about things and about the map getting changed and that's all yes. pete hears and mm-hmm. he runs right to goofy to tell him uh yes we it's pete in and hot goofy tub. in a hot tub we get to see pete in a speedo which is awesome yeah can't unsee that and by the way, side note, we you know how all these like main Disney characters are. They all have gloves, and it's just why do they all have gloves? It's it's part of their character. Even when yeah. he's just wearing a speedo, he still has gloves. Yeah, yeah. that's it. It's just a Disney thing. Yeah, and then we get a funny part of like Pete getting into the the hot tub, and it like completely like sends out a whole bunch of water. And he says to Goofy, like they always overfill these things. <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's the issue, Pete, but we'll go with it. Um, yeah, and at this point, um, Goofy's telling Pete that they're having a good time. Trip's going good. They're bonding, and Pete kind of, what is it? What is he? He, like, tells him that his that Max is lying to him, essentially. Yeah, pretty much. Which then uh, makes Goofy wonder a bit, and then Goofy... Gets out of the hot tub and then um, goes to sit in the car and he's going to check the glove box. And then he's like, no. And then he smashes the steering wheel and then the glove box opens. And that's when he actually does see the truth. And then he goes back into the room where uh, Max and PJ are watching, I think, Powerline concert on TV. And literally just climbs in bed and turns off the light. Yeah, this is a big, like, kind of like breaking point for Goofy. Because, you know, it sucks. Everything seems to be going well. And uh, and even when Pete tells him that Max changed the map, Goofy is like, "I don't believe it. I trust my son." Yeah. And then and then to have it confirmed, he he pretty much goes to bed like awkwardly silent and depressed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's when we get to the next part. They're back on the road, and we're they're about to hit the fork in the road that pretty much decides whether they're going to go to. Uh, the Lake Destiny fishing or to LA where the Powerline concert is. 
And uh, Max is all nervous about which way to pick because he knows the consequences to both. And he decides to pick the left side, which is clearly not the side Goofy wanted to because Goofy is now very pissed off and upset with him. Yeah. Also, he chooses it at very last second. They're about to just smash right into the middle. Yeah. Um, Goofy's upset, so he pulls off to the side of the road and gets out of the car. And he's looking out, I think, down like the down to like a river. Yeah. And uh, Max gets out and tries to explain everything. And Goofy doesn't want to talk to him at all. And then uh, we have Max leaning up against the back of the car, and the car just starts to roll away. Yeah. Apparently, Goofy didn't put it in park. He probably just yeah. put it in neutral. Um, by the way, this is like Goofy is pissed. This is like the most I've ever seen Goofy be like angry because you know in every other iteration he's just kind of jolly and you know dumb happy. Yeah, this is, the, this is the first time he is legit mad. Um, but yeah, they're chasing the car and we get this. Would you call it an action scene? I don't know if you're. <laughs> an action suspense scene, I guess. Um, Max gets into the car and. Goofy can't because his door is locked. Mm-hmm. And then it's arguing between the both of them. He's like, no, it's your fault. No, it's your fault. No, it's your fault. And uh, Max is like, well, you we would just put the brake on. And I think Goofy's in at that point in time. And he's holding the brake in his hand. Oh, yeah. He broke it off. Yeah. And Max is like, you ruin everything. Um, yeah. All the while, they're like, this car is going full speed down a road. Like a, a very, uh, I think it's like a curvy very curvy road yeah it's a typical like uh on the cliff side road yeah exactly and they're not really no that's not their main um concern they're too busy arguing yeah they're too busy arguing about who wrecked the family vacation yep and then i think the car like breaks through a, a guardrail and goes off and uh smashes on some rocks and makes it into the river but you know, good good job for that little pinto or whatever it might be, gremlin, because it's, gremlin. <laughs> it's, float, it's floating down the river and holding both of them, and uh, it makes it to the end of the movie somehow. Yeah, um, they they got their money's worth on this car because it yeah. it really saved them a lot. It's definitely it's definitely not built for tough, that's for sure. Yeah, realistic cars don't float, no, so they don't. The fact that they were able to use it as a, a boat is uh, something. But yeah, they have a bonding moment on top of the car. Um, it's where Max is saying he's not a little boy anymore. And Goofy's just like, well, I just want to be part of your, part of your life. And that's yeah. when they both have a realization of how they're both wrong in the moment. Yeah, like Max is being selfish and Goofy is being, I guess, pushy. overbearing. Yeah, kind of pushy yeah. about it. And then yeah. we... We bring in the uh, was it nobody else but you singing number? Yes. So yeah, get a nice little musical number, which is them essentially telling you know how uh, telling each other how they feel in song because this is Disney. Yeah. And so they bond through the song, and uh, I guess at this point afterwards, Goofy uh, learns about Max's crush and all, all the lies. Like they, he revealed everything about the Powerline yeah. concert. And Goofy's okay with it. He decides the only thing left to do is to uh, get Max to the Powerline um, concert, and then we cue in a waterfall. Oh, yeah. Um, Which, you know, free the for loop, and Goofy's just like, oh, it's a waterfall. He's like, oh, shit, it's a waterfall. waterfall. (laughs) Okay, so they're... 
I don't even know how to explain this. Goofy, I believe Goofy gets. Um, Goofy gets off the car and gets onto like some rocks and side. Or rocks, then, yeah. Yeah, he runs in the rocks and then climbs onto the end of the branch to use the fishing pole it's, yeah. to catch um, catch Max before he goes over the edge. He actually catches Max in the car, mm-hmm. and then uh, he's holding on, but then I think he loses his grip and goes off. And then Max actually has to catch Goofy because at the same time, he somehow got wrapped up in the tarp that's on top of the car and made it into yeah. a parachute. Yeah, like total luck, yeah. but why not? Because this is a strong parachute. Because is it still is it still holding the car at the same time, or is the car gone? I think the car is gone. Yeah. Okay. So the car is gone, but it's enough to hold Max and Goofy. Yeah. Um. First is Max. Yeah, but yeah. First is Max, and Max has to do I think the family. The perfect uh, cast. Perfect cast to finally catch Goofy just before he goes splat. Somehow he memorized it. He yeah. like Goofy taught him one time, and I'm pretty sure Max was not paying attention at all, and uh, he got it right. Yeah. And at this point, so the car's gone. It went over a waterfall. They save each other. Somehow they make it to L.A. Yeah, they make it to L.A., and somehow they get inside the cases of musical instruments to get themselves smuggled into the concert. Absolutely no explanation of how they they made it, but like this movie's gonna be long enough. Let's not bore. Whatever the 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 director and animators were like, you know what? Just do it. Point B to C. Just get there. Yeah. Um, somehow, like ten seconds within getting into the uh, arena, they lose each other. Yeah, they get separated because Max gets like distracted by some uh, dancers. I think. Yeah, because it's like right at the beginning of the show and you got the pyro going off in the smoke. Oh, yeah, and... all the special stage effects. Yeah. Um, Goofy gets into some weird dome, some electrified dome. Yeah, it's the, same one, it's the same one that Powerline comes out. It's that, it's that ball where you put your fingers on and the, the energy follows you, I think. Yeah, yeah, that kind I, of thing. I forget the technical term, but that's the same one that... Uh, power line comes out of at the beginning of the concert. Yep. Um, and then we have uh, Goofy, who's on the stage with Powerline, just dancing away. Uh, not on purpose, though. He's kind of trying to he, avoid things. Yeah. Uh, I believe... So at this point, everyone back home is at the party, and they're yeah. all waiting to see Max on TV. Uh, Goofy is on stage because he got the the thing, the orb, the dome blew up, and... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> kind of lit his hair on fire a little bit, um, and Goofy uses the, I guess, the framework of the perfect cast in, as a dance. So he starts dancing on stage. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Max is up in the lighting system in the rafters, trying to yeah. avoid a security guard. Yes, um, and he ends up get just like swinging onto the stage, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they both they both start dancing, and Powerline's like, "Cool, why not? You guys snuck up on here, it's fine." <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, uh, yeah, you probably didn't pay for tickets, but whatever. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Um, My security hey, apparently sucks. Yeah, I only have one security guard, so it's whatever. Uh, I do find it funny though when Goofy is in the backstage, he walks into this uh, stage room where this big opera lady is getting dressed. 
Oh like, yeah. He makes that little like uh, like all embarrassed kind of you're cute kind of face. Yeah, yeah. I, f- I forget what he's doing. He's like twirling he's his twirling ear, his ear. Yeah. and then like his no- something with his nose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, they're on stage dancing with Powerline. Everyone at the party sees it. So can there you go. Max isn't a liar, even though he is a liar. Yeah. And somehow they make it home with that nice gremlin. It's falling apart, but they somehow got the car back out of the river. Does not make sense, but okay. They got good uh, insurance. Yeah, and I think as soon as Goofy gets parked, because they're stopping at Roxanne's house first, I think as soon as he gets parked, the bumper falls off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Max knocks on the door, and her dad comes out, and he is just, he's in a towel and pissed off, of course. Because, um, you know, really, when is he not pissed off? Yeah, exactly. I think he also had like a rubber ducky. Kind of interrupted his bath time. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Roxanne comes out and <laughs> pushes her dad away. Um, this, this is the whole point where uh, Max is just breaking the truth to Roxanne, but she doesn't seem upset that Ro- Max lied to her at all. No, they kind of like. She is probably mildly inconvenienced or upset for like one second. Yeah, and then uh, they have their little moment together, and Max leans in and kisses Roxanne, and he does the typical goofy laugh, and, you know, she kind of finds it cute, I guess. Uh, yeah, by the way, <laughs> the way they go through the motions on this, he tells her, like, I lied, but I only lied because I, I really like you. And she's like, oh, my God, you're forgiven. I like yeah. you, too. Um. And then it's at that point Goofy gets out and I think he's trying to work on the car a little bit and he kicks it once and then the car blows up and he flies into space and then lands into the roof of the porch. Doesn't he get like blown out of his shoes? Yeah, he gets blown right out of his shoes. (laughs) And the car is completely gone. It's all charcoal. And as soon as he lands for the roof, uh, Max is like, so this is my dad. Yeah, introducing her. And uh, man, that car made it through that whole movie and then at the very end, blown up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. That's the end of the Goofy movie. Yeah, I I enjoyed it a lot. I do. Yeah, it's it's classic. It's good. I used to have it on uh, VHS and I'd watch it a lot. I think I still own on VHS on the actual hard plastic clamshell. Yeah. Yeah. Those are nice. Um I have never seen the sequel. I know there's a sequel and um extremely, extremely good. Yeah, I believe like yeah. Max is in college is the plot or something. I don't think I've seen it either, actually, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, that, we'll have to check that out at some point. So, what, what would you give this movie out of 10? Out of 10, I would give it an 8. Yeah, I'd give it an 8, too. Not the perfect movie. There's no such thing as a perfect movie. But, uh... Talk definitely... yourself, man. Maximum Overdrive. That's perfect. Okay, that's, perfect. that's perfect pretty close. Cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but i love how dated this movie is in a in a good way you know you just see all these different things and in, in uh in their world and it's just so 90s yeah yeah cool. i enjoy it yep i enjoy it as well uh anywho i guess that leads us to deciding on the next one hmm <laughs> uh, any suggestions um, let me see. 
This is the part that I edit out. Because I know there's, for me on Netflix, I know we've got all the Power Rangers. Oh, let me see, because I would definitely be interested in that. I'm, I'm checking my Netflix to make sure. And, like, season one, is, I think, is, like, 62 episodes. Oh, shit. Yeah. It, at least for me, it's broken up into, like, one giant original season, and then there's, like, the second season. <laughs> I'm pretty um, sure because we can always do something on Disney again yeah I, I mean I do have the Power Rangers but dang yeah you're right that is like 60 yeah that might be a little it's like course episodes don't really go together but yeah. um, honestly I am I am down for this I because the episodes don't really go together they're short, they're just 20 minute long episodes, and I think it'd be fine. Sounds like a plan, then. Alright. Pa- Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Season 1. Good god, there's four seasons in here, and if they're all like 60 episodes each, that's crazy. Yeah, and then you go from the next series and then the next series. I know, I, I love the original, but there was like a an animal one. Maybe Jungle Fury or something, or where each uh, Power Ranger could switch out what mech they had. Like one time it'd be like a deer mech, and then the next time it'd be a, like a shark. The Red Ranger was a lion, I think, or a tiger. I never watched um, past, like, after the Power Rangers The Movie came out. Yeah. That's the the height of my uh, attention. <laughs> I would I would watch various episodes of the seasons but never watch anything fully through okay i was just mainly curious if i saw it i put it on to see what the villain looked like and that'd be about it really uh yeah see you see like the fights and the the mech yeah we we'll have to do that movie someday the original power rangers yeah the original with the ivan ooze ivan ooze yeah good stuff yeah all right well that's decided next week power rangers season one Got any plugs? Uh, as always, just uh, check me out on all social medias at Typhonstein. Uh, the main ones being Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And check out the Nostalgic Dad's Facebook page. Uh, I've been slowly trying to make a little bit more posts. Um, like you said, I want to try and do something once a day on just Facebook. So I've been attempting that as you're shaking your head. <laughs> as uh, I'm going to just say right now, I don't think Rob's been doing anything to be honest with you guys. I don't, I don't, I don't think you guys... Um, no, not at all. So, <laughs> nothing, nothing. See, at this all. man is too busy, too busy putting up his damn Christmas tree to make content for you folks. Well, first off, for the last week, I've just been obsessed with the election. The, everything else before that is, just, yeah, Christmas tree stuff, me being lazy. Yeah, let's just go with everything lazy. All right. But yeah. there is a couple new posts in the last uh, three to four days. So, this man keeping us alive. I'm attempting to. <laughs> You're the the savior. We just gotta try and get some gaming videos out. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's funny because hey. uh, I was gonna say it took me forever to finish my Resident Evil Five Let's Play, and now it's taking me forever to upload. <laughs> I'm the worst. It's, it's okay. Because- <laughs> 
I played Brutal Legend the first half like two weeks ago, and I still have not edited that video. Yeah. Well, I mean, I we're just bad. I yeah have two videos of ours that long time ago I would record. I haven't edited them. Uh, I got Damn. the I got the next episode of Rotten Views recorded, and I have not done a single thing of editing, and it's been a week. Man, we are so good. Killing yeah, it. we're we're great at this. We know awesome. what we're doing. Yeah. Well, well, uh, yeah, Twitter and Facebook. Those are the things. <laughs> uh, I am the king of social media. I, you know, maybe in the upside down world. Yeah. In the further. Uh, all right. Well, guys, thank you for joining us another week. And uh, we'll see you next time with Power Rangers. Sounds like a plan. Peace. Peace.